like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. this Wednesday edition. Happy Wednesday to everyone. Happy Wednesday to y'all. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews. That's in 15 minutes or so. He's up in Pennsylvania. He's been studying. His studies recently have been in the ACC. But we'll move around if we need to. We'll get the latest of his Homework inside that league, but we'll move around a little bit, too, if we need to. Brett Ciancia in break number one. Top of hour to Blake Rafino down in the boot, down at LSU. They've added a couple of coaches, and Bobby Diaco and John Jancic on to the staff onto the coaching staff. We'll kick that around. Baseball team beat Texas last night in a low-scoring game, then a home run there at the end for LSU. We'll get into that. I doubt we get into any basketball when it comes to LSU. And Buck, remember Buck usually checks in on Tuesdays, couldn't on Tuesday. He's with us today. That's right after Blake. In our number two, Charles R. Buckle, 615-844-5600. If you do want to check in on Twitter, at Bill is King, and you can email the show, BillIsKing7 at gmail.com. Tuesdays, Wednesdays are fun this time of year, meaning when we're not doing the show. Doing the show is also fun. Didn't mean it to sound that way. Love doing the show. But you got those midweek games, and, and sometimes they're not the best. I mean, it's not great on great or anything. G-word on G-word. But it's still fun, and you get to see some players. Maui Ahuna made his debut yesterday for Tennessee. Remember, he was... Released by the NCAA, or it was announced on Monday that he was eligible to play, and Tony Valls was back. 
they played Charleston Southern. Not that that's something we're going to dig in on, but – and I thought he'd be a little rusty at the plate. I think he was one for four in the ball game. But I was watching I was watching the Vandy boys LSU late. There were other games, but – I enjoy those games. I have them on while I'm cooking. We were cooking burgers and stuff yesterday. and oh, It's just fun. Love having those games on. Okay, let's go back out west and get an update. You ready for an update? Well, well let me give you the update. Don't, by the way, when I give you this update, don't adjust your dial, Okay. Just trust me on this. Don't reach down and take the volume and say, wait a minute, I, I'm, I'm, I don't hear much. Here's, here's the very latest news from the Pac-12. I've got it right here. Okay, don't, don't touch, do not do that. I, I saw one of you try that. Don't do that. Now, what if it was somebody who just turn the show on, and they thought, well, there's dead air right there. What's that? What's up with that, Bill? Well, that's the latest from the Pac-12. I just gave you the update. There is no update. It's not good at all. Now, think about this if you're the Pac-12. You're trying, you're begging for your next media rights agreement. You're begging for it. You're not attractive, but you're trying to get a good number. There's no way that's happening. It's probably a number somewhere in the low 20s, which might as well be close to zero in the competitive world that you need to be in. Big tech, Apple, somebody might throw some money in there and stream some of your games. But the networks aren't interested, per se. ESPN's trying to just completely lowball you to death right now. Don't blame them. They don't have to do anything. You've got Oregon and Washington, which are just waiting for the booty call. And you also have a league, George Klavikoff, and God bless that guy. I, I'm not calling him Larry Scott. He walked into this colossal mess. Let's just say you do get a media deal for the low 20s. You think Oregon and Washington and and maybe another one or two more schools are going to sign a grant of rights with that garbage agreement? You think? No way. If you're Oregon and Washington, you've already told George Klyavikov, I am not signing that filthy piece of paper document. I'm not doing it. That thing's not, that's not good enough. Not good enough at all. And I tell you, man, remember the scare of 2010. Now, that was in the summer. This is, this is heck. We're in the winter right now. We're not in the spring yet. And this is scary if you are the Pac-12 right now. Also, speaking of poaching, you know how in recruiting and in the transfer portal, everybody's poaching everybody's roster. You're not supposed to ever do that. It's happening every minute of every day. People are scouring your roster to try and pluck dudes off of it. 
happens all the time now. Nothing is done about it. Too busy trying to worry about how Maui Ohuna didn't have his transcript ready or did Tennessee didn't have it when they brought him in for his visit. That's that's big stuff there. That's that's huge stuff, right? Or or Bruce having too many weenies on the uh, barbecue, on the smoker, on a basketball visit. Yeah, make sure you get that down, Pat, but don't worry about the poaching. The Big 12 is all up in the Pac-12 poaching right now. Now, there's nothing wrong or illegal about that, but in the name of sportsmanship, can't you be a nice guy and not do this? Well, no, because it's not about being a nice guy. It's about pure business. That's what it's about. So the Pac-12, literally, you want a metaphor? They're in a fallout shelter. Some of you old enough will remember this. They had fallout shelters in case there's some kind of A-bomb or nukes or whatever. Yeah, go to the nearest fallout shelter and batten down the hatches. That's where the Pac-12 is because every which way you turn, you have a metaphorical weapon aimed at you, and it's not friendly. It's, it's a mean weapon. It's not a happy weapon at all. I mean, again, think about it. Your media rights deal, negotiations, not going well. Your buddy, big brother, the Big Ten, can make the booty call at any point they want. No rush. You know what the answer's going to be when you make the booty call. Make it any time you want. Have a too many pappies one night and call about 340. Yeah, decide that's the time to do it. You won't be able to get Oregon and Washington, even if you get a deal to sign a grant of rights. Probably, I don't know if the Arizona schools would either. You don't have Los Angeles. And you may have Big Tech, which would stream your games. That's attractive. It's, it's a monster, colossal, gross mess is what it is. And I'm not sure what the answer is right now. The feeling is overwhelmingly bad, overwhelmingly negative. Now, having been through so many of these type situations, maybe not exactly. One's not exactly the same as the other. But these situations where you may have poaching, you may have expansion, you may have a league, Big 12, in some trouble, ACC, Right now, now they've got their media deal. That's not their problem. Their problem is their media deal is becoming day after day less attractive. You know how uh, Tom says Notre Dame is your typical prom date tease? Well, the ACC's got a prom date, but Every day that goes by, it becomes less attractive. Yeah, they got a media rights deal, but every tick of the clock, that $35 million or whatever it is, 
much better than what the Pac-12 is probably going to end up with, but it becomes less competitive, less attractive with the big boys. Got to remember, Florida State is an SEC school. That's not in the SEC. That's their business model. So is Clemson, for that matter. And we talked about it. Clemson and Florida State make up about half or maybe a little more of that entire league when you talk about brand muscle power. When you talk about flexing off on the stage. Rest of the league, little niblets. Next would probably be Miami. Yep. And then you go all the way down to Duke. Because basketball, again, does not flex on the stage. I think I saw a list, and Duke was maybe 14%. Or something tiny. Something very, very small. Bretziancia, after the break. Pick six previews. Blake Rafino top of hour two. Charles Arbuckle, also hour two. Presented by the place where we will be next Friday. Not this Friday. SEC tournament in Nashville. So next Friday we'll be at the Omni for the tournament. Going to be fun. Omni Nashville Hotel. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every 
vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I bought a piano for Grace, okay, when she was like 12 years old, and she was really good. Uh, just to get the piano out of the house, uh, and I couldn't sell it, do you know who I gave it to? Kelly Holcomb. Did you really? For, for, his, da- <laughs> for his daughter, who's now uh, the leading scorer at Lipscomb ba- Women's Basketball. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. Wednesday, he was concentrating in the ACC, but I believe he's starting to get out west a little bit too. So we'll get into that. Brett, good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me on. You told me last week Georgia Tech, Virginia, I believe Duke. You also have touched on Boston College. You mentioned to me Jeff Halfley. Now he's going into year four. His first year coming off that Ohio State staff, very good. I think they went 6-5. and five. A lot of compliments. Since then, they have not seen the follow-through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it looked like 2021 was supposed to be the year. That was, that's when everything was lining up. They had Phil Dracovic, their big transfer quarterback from Notre Dame. Um, he flashed a lot in 2020 and was coming back for 21 with – arguably the best receiver core that Boston College ever had, and with four offensive linemen that were all ACC caliber. And in 2021, it was all supposed to happen. It was supposed to click. They were supposed to break through that seven-win barrier. They haven't broken through since Matt Ryan, um, and they fell flat. And uh, so that's, it didn't work out in 2021. Dracovic was injured. Uh, they tried to run it back this year without that offensive line, and it just didn't work at all. Um, one of the worst offensive lines in America – uh, they lost four starters and then also lost Christian Mahogany in preseason, their best lineman. So uh, that really just sank the offense and essentially sank the program for 2022. So you fast forward again to this year, coming in 2023, Dracovic's gone. He transferred home to Pittsburgh. Um, so they're going to double down with Emmett Moorhead, a quarterback, a young, young talent there, pocket passer. Um, but um, – yeah, uh, it's it's kind of a make or break year for Jeff Halfley. Uh, he's, he's he has to fill both coordinator spots, so he gets a double coordinator switch, and um, he's embracing the transfer portal a bit more. But we'll see. It's really a breaking point at Boston College. 
I guess somewhat similar at Cal. Justin Wilcox has been there six years. He has a losing record in the league and overall. On top of that, Brett, we were just talking prior, Pac-12 right now is in a big mess. They don't know what their media contract's going to look like, probably won't be attractive. Oregon and Washington is an absolute threat to bail on them. Very few will probably want to sign a grant of rights based on the money they're going to get or the money they're not going to get in a new media deal. But you were looking at Cal outside of that big mess. Is there much of a future for Wilcox? Yeah, off the field, the Pac-12 has a ton of issues to deal with, but and, and on the field, too, for some of these programs. Uh, Cal, Stanford, Colorado, um, going through some big transitions uh, with Cal. It's very interesting. You look at their program history the last 10 years. It's like two distinct different eras. Um, the one with Sonny Dykes and Jake Spavadol was all offense. I mean, they were scoring 40 points a game, giving up 40 points a game. It was like the old Big 12. And then they hired Justin Wilcox, the, kind of the opposite hire, who's all defense. He tried to bring the Iowa-Wisconsin model out to Cal and really doubled down on his defense every year. Uh, built some above-average and occasionally elite defenses, but – um, over his tenure, the second worst offense in Power Five uh, on average. So um, you can imagine how that looks. So what's interesting going into 2023 is kind of the merging, the meshing of both eras because he's, he's bringing back in Jake Spavadol, the, the, the offensive coordinator that put up a ton of points in the prior regime. So you're going to try and pair that, that solid Wilcox defense with, uh, hopefully for them, a more high-scoring and, and air raid and you know, pass-heavy offense to, to pair with it. So I think I, and especially Cal fans, are very intrigued to see the two eras mesh. Um, they're going to have to start over at, at quarterback. They're bringing in Sam Jackson, a transfer from, from TCU, um, an athletic guy. Um, you know, good receivers to throw to. Um, Jaden Ott, a great freshman running back. But just like Boston College, their problems in the trenches. The, the, the Cal offensive line really held them back. So, that's going to be uh, really the, the decision point there is can they fix that offensive line overnight? Good question. couple of them, one from Georgia Dog, one from Tom. Georgia Dog on the Emerald Coast. Ask Brett which new teams can challenge the upper tier of their new league, Texas or Oklahoma in the SEC or Southern Cal in the Big Ten? Oof. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'd probably go with USC right now. Um, I know it's still one more season, but the way that Lincoln Riley has proven he can uh, acquire talent, um, especially through the portal overnight, I think that uh, he's going to continue to build great offenses. You saw what he did every single year at Oklahoma, building elite offenses, Heisman candidates, Heisman winners. He did it overnight at USC. Um, So I think they're going to come in and contend. Uh, Now with Oklahoma and Texas, I think it's a taller task just because the SEC is a lot deeper at the top. Um, Big Ten, yeah, you got Ohio State and Michigan, maybe a Penn State, maybe a Wisconsin and Iowa, but um, that's that's more winnable as a league, I think, overall. There's not, it's not as deep at the top. The SEC, I mean, that SEC West is loaded. Georgia's the, the current dynasty right now, if you call it that. Uh, Tennessee's back. Florida, I'm sure, will be back soon. So Oklahoma and Texas, they have their work cut out for them. Another one, this is Tom in Myrtle Beach. Says, Brett, when you do your conference-by-conference analysis, your research, do you include Notre Dame and the ACC, a league of some sort, or do you study them as an independent? 
Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I study them as an independent. I, I throw them towards the end of the summer just because I want to get them as fresh as possible, get as much info on them. I know that's a, a huge fan base, a historic program. Um, I put them at the back so I can get all the, you know, I, I review everybody too late in the summer, but I, I want to get them as much info as possible. So look for them around May or June. Um, now, they used to be joined by BYU, but BYU hopping into the Big 12 with a couple new faces. Uh, this year will be adding Houston, um, adding UCF, and Cincinnati. So the Power 5 number goes from 65 up to 69 this year. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to, to dig into those new programs. Notre Dame at the end of the summer. Um, what else? Yeah, right now I'm kind of hopping around. Um, I, I used to go full conference by conference, but uh, I'm just looking for places that have coaching changes right now, some coordinator changes just to get the ball rolling a little bit because we're still pre-spring. Uh, i got to get the spring ball, got to get my coach calls in. But for now, anything I can get my hands on, I'm, I'm starting to, to take a look at. Topwater assassin over in South Carolina is a big Clemson fan. Wants to know, Brett, since you're talking ACC, now that we've changed the schedule, he asks, is Notre Dame going to play every ACC team every two years like everybody else? Uh, that's a great question. I'm not sure about how Notre Dame's schedule is going to work. I will look into that. That's interesting. Um, they play I mean, five I guess, games in 24. I know that. They play six games next, you know, this coming year, 23. I don't know if that changes. I don't know, though, either. I haven't thought about it. Yeah, I haven't considered either. I don't think, at face value, I don't think it would change much because they weren't tied to a division regardless. They weren't Atlantic or Coastal, or it wasn't even weighed heavily one way or the other. I think it was just random. Um, so I don't think it would change much, but um, it will change a lot for some of these conference teams, uh, these division teams like a, like an NC State or a Boston College or a Wake Forest who every year was stuck playing the big ones, Clemson and Florida State. Uh, now you open that up, you might drop off some of those and pick up some struggling coastal teams. So, And vice versa, some of those coastal teams that were avoiding the big ones, Clemson and Florida State, now they might draw both of them. So there's going to be a lot more at play when I look at uh, at the conference standings and predictions this year because that there's no more crossover divisions. There's no, you know, the schedule is a lot more unbalanced. So uh, you could have two teams that look the same on paper, but based off schedule, you can put one way higher because they have an easier road. So that'll be a fun exercise once they get through the, the research. Brett Ciancia, pick six previews. Brett, I know you spent a lot of your time obviously studying the teams coming up, the leagues, et cetera, the P5. But Friday, this past Friday, the AD at Florida State, and we've spent a lot of time on that here on this show, had a meeting with his board of trust and said we cannot continue with this media agreement we have, which goes through 2036, pays them 35 to $40 million a year, which is not a lot compared to what the Big Ten's about to get with their new deal that starts coming up with football this year and also what the SEC's going to be getting. And I thought it was a pretty significant shot at the ACC front office. I don't know what they can do. They're kind of stuck with it. But there's – not just a threat in the Pac-12, but Florida State and I think maybe even Clemson, if they ever got a call from the SEC, I think they're gone. Yeah, Florida State, um, you know, they, they have a big enough brand. They have all their history there, uh, big enough fan base. They're 
you know, I don't want to say they can call the shots, but they're such a big brand that um, they're going to get the discussion started, at least in the ACC, kind of a wake-up call for the front office, I'm sure. Um, because if they hop out, I'm sure that Clemson would join. I mean, because they probably would get comparable packages and come in as a package together, a two-team package. So, um, yeah, it's uh, when you look at the numbers between the conferences, um, it's the ACC is really falling behind. Um, I think the stat was that Florida State provides 15% of the conference's value, only gets paid out 7%, right? So they're they're getting paid out less than half of what they, they think they're providing. And uh, I'm sure at the other end of the spectrum is teams like Boston College, Wake Forest, some of the smaller ones that are reaping the benefits, getting twice as much value as they provide. So, um, yeah, we'll see if they go with some kind of unbalanced revenue model, Um or if they say, you know, you're you're stuck getting equal payout like all of us, and and that might entice them to leave. So very delicate situation when all the dominoes are falling here in in uh, conference realignment. But Florida State making some good points, I think. Jim Phillips is the commissioner there. Came from Northwestern. Now think about his office. He's hearing from Florida State. Knows that if they got a call, they'd probably leave. You've got a big grant of rights payout. That's a big problem. And you have an exit fee, which is $120 million. So it costs several hundred million for them to get out, which is a huge problem. Florida State is suggesting, as you mentioned, an unbalanced revenue distribution new plan. But if you're the rest of the league, I saw a list. Duke was at the very bottom. When it came to what they bring to the table overall, Duke was at the very bottom. Duke, you mentioned Boston College, other schools. What are they going to say if you bring up, hey, we're going to start paying Florida State 50 and we're going to pay you 20? Well, I guess the alternative would be uh, you, you know, if you don't go that way, you might force Florida State out. Then the overall conference suffers. The overall conference Even is going to make less, and then each school makes less. So it's really delicate there. It's tough. Um, I think that this is similar to what started the, the, the big dominoes of 2009 and 2010 from the Big 12 when I think it was Texas. They, they kind of demanded a little bit unequal payout. They were saying, hey, we want our own TV channel. We want to make more. We're the bigger brand. And um, it, it, it didn't drive out the lower teams. You know, it didn't drive out an Iowa State or a Kansas. It drove out the, the big ones, Nebraska and Colorado and A&M. So I wonder if we're thinking of this. I don't think that a team like Boston College has much leverage, but I wonder if there are other, you know, big, big or medium teams like a Miami or Virginia Tech that might flee because uh, they see the writing on the wall. So I don't know. You never know where the next change is going to happen. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, Texas got the uh, Longhorn Network, which will go away here. But that that was one of the olive branches they let them have. Obviously, they don't share that money. It's $15 million a year for, I think it was a 20-year deal. And that thing has been a disaster. Nobody watches that. Have you ever watched the Longhorn Network much at all? <laughs> Very rarely. I mean, uh, the spring game, I catch that. Um, I think one or two games are broadcast there per year. I did watch the uh, Texas USC rerun. They, they love playing that nonstop over on that channel. So um, the, the, the old 2005 Rose Bowl, but no, not much. Brett, tell everybody how they can get their hands on your content. Yeah, thanks. It's um, PickSixPreviews.com. That's the annual season preview book coming out every July. Uh, well underway on the 2023 edition. But until then, at Pick 6 Previews on Twitter. Good stuff, man. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, Bill.
There he is, does a wonderful job. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews. Top of Hour 2, Blake Rafino down in the boot. And Charles Arbuckle checks in as well today. Looking forward to that. Tomorrow, TJ will be with us. And I don't know. I may go back after J-Book and see if he can come in here. J-Book's good, man. J-Book has been fantastic. I heard from Dave Biddle the other night. Yeah, Dave, Dave's a good friend. I've known Dave, boy, since I guess the really early Rivals Radio Day. So what would that be? Almost 20 years. And because our first show was January of 04. Yeah, January of 04. And that was the day after the Oklahoma, what was that, Southern Cal BCS championship game. Yeah, the next day is when we did the first show. And uh, so that was, again, 04. So, yeah, almost 20 years, man. Buck Nuts has been such a fantastic site. Buckeye fans can peruse. There's several quality Buckeye sites. That's the one we obviously promote because of relationships. But there's some really good resources out there for the Buckeyes. Really is. But, but J-Book is with Buckeyes. And does a good job. Yeah, Dave and I were bragging on him when we talked the other day. Omni Nashville Hotel, a week from Friday. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. 
Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189 or online at richardcourtney.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Get into the Bill King show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones. Three, two, call Jupiter, welcome in. Billy, so we've talked about the uh, about Mike Alford and all that. You know what I thought was the most interesting thing about the whole thing is that when Alford was laying out what each team brings to the conference when it comes to ratings and money and all of that that he used, did you see how far North Carolina was down on that list? He was down there with, like, Wake Forest. And uh, and Duke and Number 11. North Carolina brings yeah they bring nothing nothing when it comes to football and you know football is everything right but we ran this conference Swafford for years and years that North Carolina was king and they bring nothing to this conference compared to what they've been propped up as absolutely true. Yep. That that was my – I just love seeing that because, you know, everyone could see that football runs the show except for John Swafford. So he went with his school. You know, he used to be the AD there. You know, Billy, back in the day when Danny Ford got in trouble, Swafford was the university president at North Carolina, 
And the ACC, you know, you know how how uh, Ford got in trouble with with the NCAA. The ACC also had their own, um, you know, restrictions or or penalties that they they threw at Clemson. Everybody wanted it in the in the ACC. Now this is before FSU was there. Wanted it to be a one year thing. It was John Swafford at North Carolina that made a huge stink, and they got two years punishment from the ACC. So he was punishing a team in the ACC when he was the uh, the president at North Carolina. That shows you what he's about. No doubt, man. Glad he's gone. Now I don't know what's going to happen, um, you know, the rest of the way. But it's it's good he's in the rearview mirror. Well, that and the rumor is that Jim Phillips he hasn't said a dang thing about what Florida State said, and now Clemson has said something. We think Jim Phillips is in Chicago right now begging for the Big Ten job, which he would be smart to do. Yeah, I mean, he'd take it yesterday. If it's if it's afforded him, absolutely. He's gone. I, mean, that, I hope that happens. I just would love to see – I would love to see the ACC without a, uh, a commissioner during all this and just everything just – come un you know come un, un, unravel and you know the local guys in Tallahassee they say that a lot of of getting the word out was like I mean the, the people in Tallahassee think this is a done I mean now it might take years but it's a done deal there's no fixing this marriage between Florida State and ACC and it was also a shot to say hey if you're a Louisville you might be looking to, you know, get to the Big Twelve. You know, if you're if you're Boston College and you're Wake Forest and you're Duke, you're going to go down to, you know, the the to the Sun Belt or the AAC, or maybe they can call themselves the ACC basketball the way Big the Big East has done it. But it, it's basically saying, look, we're out. You all better get your, you know, ducks in a row. So the North Carolinas and the and the Virginias, you know, you better be begging the Big Ten and Clemson and us, we're out of here, and it's only a matter of time. And I don't know, you know, that gore is a big thing, that grant of rights, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be it's gonna be a hard thing to get by. But, man, in five, six years, this thing's done. Feels that way. You have a good one, my friend. Yes, sir. Appreciate it very much, Jim and Jupiter. Top of the hour, Blake Rafino. We'll go down to the boot. We'll go down to Louisiana and check in with him. Always interesting topics going on down that way. Charles Arbuckle also will check in today. Typically, it's Tuesday when he does, but couldn't make it yesterday. He was busy. He had meetings. Oh, and Kevin is back this week. Yes, we'll tape our segment with Kevin Hagan on Thursday tomorrow to be ready to air on Friday. And lots to get into there. Yeah, a bunch to get into. We can think about it. The basketball team, a lot to talk about there. It's a heck of a team. The Brandon Miller topic. Baseball team, I think, is undefeated, right? And Alabama football rules. The conversation. There'll be plenty of us topics to get into when we talk to Kevin on Thursday. Oh, 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 I saw this on Kevin's private board. 
Eli Gold apparently is on target to be ready to broadcast for the football season coming up, the Alabama games. He has been out for a while, and he's been getting treated for cancer. I don't know anything more than that specifically at all. That's all I know in general terms, and apparently that is going well. Apparently that's going positively. And word is that he is heading towards a return for football, which would be good. Eli Gold News here. Let's take the break. Place where we're going to be a week from Friday, the Omni Nashville Hotel. Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise, Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Hey, small business owner, when's the last time you checked your workers' comp rate? For many small businesses, workers' comp insurance is one of their biggest costs. But some don't check their rate often. Did you know rates can vary? In fact, taking three minutes to check your rate with Pi Insurance could save you up to 30%. Just go to IWantPie.com, share a few details about your business, and get a quote that's customized for you with no hassle or hidden fees. We know you're busy, but spending just a few minutes to check your rate could save you money. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for pie or get a quote at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. Hashtag fat side up, tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. Blake Rubino top of power two. Scott Allen, lovely Savannah GA. Bill, what if a majority of the ACC programs voted to dissolve the ACC? Would that end the grant of rights? Yes, because I'm assuming because ESPN's got nothing to broadcast. I mean, I, I'm not sure what you would have there. Now, let's think about that. If you are most of that league, very few teams in that league have any leverage, right? Florida State's got some leverage. Clemson's got some leverage. Really, nobody else does. Maybe Miami a little bit. Nobody else does. Most of that league is simply... Lucky for what they have. Fortunate for the deal that they have, which competitively isn't that good of a deal compared to the two superpowers, which is the Big Ten and the SEC. And I think they realize that, and they understand. Look, if you're at Duke, if you're at Boston College, if if you're at Wake Forest. By the way, Wake was in the ACC championship game, but realistically, you know your finite ceiling of what you can get done. And you're probably appreciative that your current media setup brings in 35 to 40 million bucks, and that is good through 36. 2036. If you're Florida State and Clemson, it's not nearly good enough, and you don't appreciate that. You resent it because it's not going to take you into the future where your aspirations are. So it depends on who you are, but I don't think, and I know Scott's just saying what if, but I don't know that, I mean, Duke, Duke would never agree to that. Why? You're fortunate to have the deal you have. Now, if some reason that league did implode, I don't know where Duke goes. Um, again, expansion is all about football. You don't bring a team in because guess what? They're going to make us look better in basketball. Duke could be a really good addition in basketball, but that's not what you're thinking at the time. The Duke-branded basketball right now is not all that attractive either compared to its history, and neither is North Carolina. Now, those are big, historic blue blood basketball programs. Make no mistake, but 
in their current forms are not not anything near like they ought to be. Allen and Tampa, Bill, the candy canes got nothing. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tug in Mount Dora, Florida. Hey, Bill, heading to Jacksonville today, Brunswick, Georgia tomorrow, Royal Palm Beach Friday. I'll be on the lookout for the Florida State Lemonade stance. Stuck in the ACC, Bill. Now, somebody brought that <laughs> Somebody brought that up. We figured if you sold, what was it? If it takes $500 million, I'm just throwing a number out, for your exit fee and also for the grant of rights and all the media money. 400, 500 million. That means you'd have to sell that many. If at $1 a uh, cup, you'd have to sell 400 million cups of lemonade. Now, Perry Mason, Orange Groves of America, could help out. Now, he's not a lemonade guy, he's an orange guy, but the only problem is he's a Gator fan, so he's not going to help out. I mean, Perry's a nice guy. Perry's a nice guy, giving guy, but he's not going to help out the Knowles. That's not happening. It's going to be fun. The, these topics I enjoy so much. And I don't play some during the non-playing portion of the season. It just seems to hit that way. Now, now keep an eye on this. Last two summers around July, you had the Texas OU news. That happened right after the Big 12 meetings in the Metroplex and in conjunction with the SEC meetings, which that had to be leaked that way, remember? And then, because it happened right during the SEC football media days, and then last summer, you had the UCLA-USC news that hit. So, are we going to wait? And sometime this summer, here's the next question. If there is some kind of movement, Oregon, Washington, Florida State, Clemson. I'm just saying what if, okay? I'm not. You can't predict this. Is that going to remain as quiet, as clandestine as the other two? Those were very quiet, y'all. That that was not, there was no leakage there until they wanted it leaked. That's hard to do. In this climate, that's almost impossible to do. But they were able to do it. Yeah, they were able to do it. Sam Dog, Bill, that guy was from Mount Dora, Florida. Is there a mountain in Florida? No, there's no mountain, but it is Mount Dora. Yeah, there is. Nice place, too. Jim and Jupiter, tell Tug that Jacksonville is the perfect city for him. It's a trashy place. Blake Rafino when we come back. Then, but hour number two. I'm the Daniel Luton.
ABC News, I'm Faith Abubank. Three police officers in Kansas City shot and wounded 